Shalom all busy mamas and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today, and today we have Monday the 6th of February or the 15th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. Today we also have something called Tu B'Shvat, the new year of the trees. And from uh, today in history, we can read in the Torah how God instructs that the fruit from newly planted trees is forbidden for three years. Leviticus 19, 23 through 25. So instead of counting the age of each individual tree, all are counted from the 15th of Shabbat, which would be today, or the Tubishvat, the new year of the trees. Today, Tubishvat is celebrated with a festive meal patterned after the Passover Seder with a special focus on the land of Israel, its fruit, and also by planting trees in Israel. This week we are in a parasha called Yitro or Jethro, and the scripture reading from the Torah is Exodus or Shemot chapter 18 verses 13 through 23. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. On the next day, Moshe sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moshe from the morning to the evening. When Moshe's father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that you do for the people? Why do you sit alone and all the people stand around you from morning to evening? And Moshe said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, and I make them know the statutes of God and his law. Moshe's father-in-law said to him, The thing that you do is not good. You will surely wear away both yourself and these people who are with you, for the task is too heavy for you. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel, and God will be with you. You represent the people before God, and bring the causes to God. You shall teach them the statutes and the laws, and shall show them the way in which they must walk, and the work that they must do. Moreover, you shall select out of all the people able men who fear God, men of truth who hate dishonest gain, and place such men over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. Let them judge the people at all times. It shall be that every great matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they shall judge themselves. So shall it be easier for you, and they shall share the load with you. If you will do this thing, and God commands you so, Then you will be able to endure, and all these people also will go to their place 
in shalom. That was Exodus 18, 13 through 23. And our portion from the prophets will today be 2 Kings or Melachim Bet, chapters 1 and 2. In Moab rebelled, excuse me, Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahav, and Ahaziah fell down through the lattice in his upper room that was in Shomron and was sick. So he sent messengers and said to them, Go, inquire of Baal Zavuv, the god of Ekron, whether I will recover of this sickness. But the angel of the Lord said to Eliyahu the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Shomron, and tell them, Is it because there is no god in Israel that you go to inquire of Baal Zavuv, the god of Ekron? Now therefore, the Lord says, you will not come down from the bed where you have gone up, but you will surely die. Then Eliyahu departed. The messengers returned to him, and he said to them, Why is it that you have returned? And they said to him, A man came up to meet us and said to us, Go, return to the king who sent you, and tell him. This is what the Lord says. Is it because there is no God in Israel that you sent to inquire of Baal Zavuv, the God of Ekron? Therefore you will not come down from the bed where you have gone up, but you will surely die. He said to them, What kind of man was he who came up to meet you and told you these words? They answered him, He was a hairy man and wearing a leather belt around his waist. And he said, it is Eliyahu the Tishbite. Then the king sent a captain of fifty with his fifty to him. He went up to him, and behold, he was sitting on the top of the hill. He said to him, Man of God, the king has said, Come down. Eliyahu answered to the captain of fifty, If I am a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again he sent to him another captain of fifty with his fifty. He answered him, Man of God, the king has said, Come down quickly. Eliyahu answered them, If I am a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. Then the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again he sent the captain of a third fifty with his fifty. The third captain of fifty went up and came and fell on his knees before Eliyahu and begged him and said to him, Man of God, please let my life and the life of these fifty of your servants be precious in your sight. Behold, fire came down from heaven and consumed the last two captains of fifty with their fifties. By no, but now let my life be precious in your sight. The angel of the Lord said to Eliyahu, Go down with him, do not be afraid of him. Then he arose and went down with him to the king. And he said to him, This is what the Lord says, Because you have sent messengers to inquire of Baal Zavuv, the god of Ekron, 
Is it because there is no God in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore you will not come down from the bed where you have gone up, but you will surely die. So he died according to the word of the Lord, which Eliyahu had spoken. Jehoram began to reign in his place in the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Yehuda, because he had no son. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaziah, which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? When, El when the Lord was about to take Eliyahu up with a whirlwind into heaven, Eliyahu went with Elisha from Gilgal. Eliyahu said to Elisha, Please wait here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from your head today? He said, Yes, I know it. Hold your peace. Eliyahu said to him, Elisha, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. He said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came near to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from your head today? And he said, Yes, I know it. Hold your peace. Eliyahu said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Yarden. He said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. Then they both went on. Fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance, and they both stood by the Yarden. Eliyahu took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the waters, and they were divided here and there, so that they both went over on dry ground. When they had gone over, Eliyahu said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be on me. He said, You have asked a hard thing. If you see me when I am taken from you, it will be so for you, but if not, it will not be so. As they continued on and talked, behold, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated them, and Eliyahu went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Elisha saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. He saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. He also took up Eliyahu's mantle that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Yarden. He took Eliyahu's mantle that fell from him and struck the waters and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Eliyahu? When he also had struck the waters, they were divided apart and Elisha went over. When the sons of the prophets were, who were at Jericho facing him saw him, they said, The spirit of Eliyahu rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. They said to him, 
See now, there are with your servants fifty strong men. Please let them go and seek your master. Perhaps the Ruach of the Lord had taken him up and put him on some mountain or in some valley. He said, Do not descend them. When they urged him until he was ashamed, he said, Send them. Therefore they sent fifty men, and they searched for three days, but did not find him. They came back to him while he stayed at Jericho, and he said to them, Did I not tell you? Do not go. The men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, please, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad, and the land is barren. He said, Bring me a new jar and put salt in it. Then they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring of the waters and threw salt into it and said, This is what the Lord says. I have healed these waters. No longer shall death or unfruitfulness come from it. So the waters were healed to this day, according to Elisha's word, which he spoke. He went up from there to Bethel. As he was going up, by the way, some youths came out of the city and mocked him, and said to him, Go up, you baldy, go up, you baldy. He looked behind him and saw them, and cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then two female bears came out of the woods, and mauled forty-two of these youths. And he went on from there to Mount Carmel, and from there he returned to Shomron. That was Second Kings, chapters 1 and 2. Now we have come to our portion from the writings, and we will read Psalm 120 and Psalm 121. In my distress I cried to the Lord, and he answered me, Deliver my soul, Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue. What will be given to you, and what will be done more to you, you deceitful tongue? Sharp arrows of the mighty with coals of juniper. Woe is me that I live in Meshech, that I dwell among the tents of Kedar. My soul has had her dwelling too long with him who hates shalom. I am all shalom, but when I speak, they are for war. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day not the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forward and forevermore. That was Psalm 120 and Psalm 121. Now our final portion for today will be from the Apostolic Writings and we will read... Yohanan, or John, chapter 6, verses 1 through 36. After these things, Yeshua went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, 
which is also called the Sea of Tiberia. And a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he did on those who were sick. And Yeshua went up into the mountain, and he sat there with his disciples. Now Pesach, the Jewish feast, was at hand. Then Yeshua therefore, lifting up his eyes, and seeing that a great multitude was coming to him, said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread that these may eat? But he said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may receive a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Shimon Kepha's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are these among so many? Then Yeshua said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in that place. Therefore the men sat down, in number about five thousand. And Yeshua took the loaves, and having given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those who were sitting down. Likewise also of the fish, as much as they desired. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the broken pieces which are left over, that nothing be lost. So they gathered them up, and filled twelve baskets with broken pieces from the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. When therefore the people saw the sign which Yeshua did, they said, This is truly the prophet who, come, who comes into the world. Therefore Yeshua, knowing that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea. They entered into the boat and were going over the sea into Kfarnohum. It was now dark, and Yeshua had not come to them. And the sea was tossed by a great wind blowing. Then after they had rowed about twenty-five or thirty stadia, they saw Yeshua walking on the sea and drawing near to the boat, and they were afraid. But he said to them, I am, do not be afraid. Then they were willing to receive him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. On the next day, the multitude that stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except the one in which his disciples had embarked, and that Yeshua had not entered with his disciples into the boat, but his disciples had gone away alone. However, boats from Tveria came near to the place where they ate the bread, after the Lord had given thanks. When the multitude therefore saw that Yeshua was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boats and came to Kfarnachum, seeking Yeshua. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Yeshua answered and said, Amen, amen, I tell you. You seek me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not work for the food which perishes, but for the food which remains to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you, for God the Father has sealed him. 
Then they said to him, What must we do that we may work the works of God? Yeshua answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. Therefore they said to him, What then do you do for a sign that we may see and believe you? What work do you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, He gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Then Yeshua said to them, Amen, Amen, I tell you, it was not Moshe who gave you the bread out of heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. And Yeshua said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will not be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I told you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. That was John chapter 6, verses 1 through 36. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you would also read 2 Thessalonians 3 this year. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.